Ahoy everyone! Uh, welcome to the audio journal for Voyagers Under Sail. Now it's uh, Monday, 26th of November 2018. It's um, 8 o'clock in the evening. The sun has just set. We are in the middle of the Atlantic, 1000 miles to our destination, Martinique. We've been at sea for, uh, is it how many days? 8? 9? Sunday. Today, no, today is Monday. We left on a Friday. Whatever. Nine, nine days. Uh, ten. ten. Ten days. Yeah. We've been at sea for ten days now. Children are happy in the back. You can probably hear them screaming. <laughs> um, that is recording. So, we didn't make an audio journal yesterday. Uh, but I can tell you what happened. So after the last night, the, the third night of uh, really bad weather that me and Claudia had to stay at the helm, that night was really taxing. We stayed at the helm until the morning. I, I did a little bit more than Claudia because she was just exhausted from the previous night when she did more than me. Um, so in the morning it was around, what, 9, 10 o'clock? Maybe. Around 9 o'clock, I'd say. Um, we were in like 27 knots of wind, big swell, all of that. And I was at the helm and I saw Claudia, it was Claudia's turn to take the helm and the passenger just go below and have some breakfast and then uh, you will take the helm. Oh, you wanted eggs? You oh, just, no. You wanted eggs in a wrap? Yeah, I said go and make some uh, fried, uh, scrambled egg in a wrap because I just I, I didn't want another bowl of cereal of cold milk and cereals. And, uh, well, Claudia just got down to in the galley to make the breakfast. The very first proper squall hit us. And from 20, let's say 26 knots of wind, it went straight to 30. Horizontal rain, and I mean horizontal rain, like the rain was flying down into the boat through the hatch horizontally. Um, it was absolutely ridiculous. I just clenched my hands onto the helm and uh, I couldn't, there was, there, there was nothing else, and like, if you hear somebody saying, oh, I went and put a reef, no, you, you can't put a reef, you can't take your hands off the helm, you wouldn't step anywhere on deck around the mast, I don't know, maybe you can put a reef from, uh, from your cockpit in, in your boat, but in our boat you need to go to the mast to do the reefing. Uh, you just hold on to the helm and keep the wind at your back, and uh, pray that it doesn't last for too long. <laughs> I was looking at the rigging and I was okay, it's low, it's lasting, it's, uh, it's standing, it's not vibrating, it's still holding. I said, okay, so the rig can take this kind of uh, wind with, with the, the sails up. And I was happy. Um, so that was the first call. And after that, uh, it kind of went a bit quiet. And later, Claudia came under the helm. I tried to catch a bit of sleep so I was kind of you know, half asleep and then the second squall comes how did you feel scared <laughs> I felt scared but I just held on to the wheel sorry onto the helm um, and kept going and then you came up to me and um, you asked do you want uh, me to come 
But I was too scared to go, to let hold, to let go of the helm. So I said, no, it's fine, just stay there with me. Um, and uh, it lasted. This, this, this was this, a long one, it was maybe this lasted, 10, I don't 15 know, minutes, 10, I say. 15 minutes of that and rain and pouring down on me. Uh, I was drenched and I didn't have waterproof anything. Um, uh, and But then after that squall, or just immediately after, the perfect rainbow, a perfect arch over the sea, all the colors, including the purple in it. Um, and that's when I called up TB, but obviously he took too long and he wasn't able to take a picture of that uh, perfect rainbow. Yeah, Claudia was really frustrated because uh, she said, no, come up really quickly with the camera. And I took my time to put my harness on and grab the camera and blah, blah, blah. And by the time I was up, it was only half the rainbow <laughs> on the sky. She was really mad at me. Um, but yeah. It was perfection. I have never, ever seen a rainbow as beautiful as that. And I don't think I ever will. Or I hope I will not see one <laughs> after the squall. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I'd miss the rainbow very happily and not getting more squalls. Um, that was the morning, that was the morning, that was the morning of uh, yesterday, Sunday. And then uh, the winds came below 20 knots and that gave us the confidence to uh, try to put autopilot on. We, we put it on once, it failed. I did some adjustments in the settings, I changed some settings regarding how quickly the autopilot should respond to changing for uh, course and uh, swell and all of that. And uh, I tried again and uh, on the second uh, attempt the autopilot uh, seemed to, to manage to hold the, the course. And since then we have the autopilot on. That was uh, yesterday afternoon, now it's Monday, okay? So it's been more than 24 hours under the autopilot. Okay, we only took the helm when we do, did the sales change, but otherwise the autopilot was doing all the helming. And uh, last night was the first night we had a proper sleep. And uh, today... We woke up a few times. We, you know, we woke up through the night to check what's going on. But, uh, you know, we were able to sleep. I slept from 7 o'clock last night until 7 o'clock this morning. I woke up maybe only four times. I just came up, looked around and went back to sleep. But I slept for 12 hours. Um, yeah, I was in the cockpit. I slept the whole night in the cockpit as uh, usual. That's my uh, <laughs> my post. And um, it, it feels good to be you know, close to the helm. If something happens, you know, you can jump, grab the helm and uh, get control of the boat. Um, so that was last night and, and today and yeah, I on. felt so well rested that I baked bread today we had we had uh, beautiful uh, soda bread for breakfast and then later on white bread for lunch no for, for dinner. dinner for dinner yeah dinner. yeah Claudia was so good that she actually baked not one bread two 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 breads two different uh, kind of bread uh, and that was fantastic. But before we were able to uh, bake bread, we wanted to make, make porridge for uh, breakfast. And we realized uh, we ran out of gas. Oh, and, <laughs> I uh, forgot you know, that. <laughs> the sea was still uh, rolling. Okay, the water pilot was able to, to steer and all of that, but we were still, uh, you know, rolling and pitching and all of that. So um, it, took, it took a while. And I don't want to say it took too long, but it took a while to... It took to about an hour and a half, two hours, Yeah, probably. it took about an hour and a half to change the gas bottle, because first you need to take the gas bottle from the 
special locker where we where it's uh, being uh, stored uh, and uh, so we need to take that out put the gas bottle in the cockpit then we need to go into the other locker dig everything up and pull the 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 spare spare uh, bottle out put the empty one in the big locker stuff everything on, again on top and I'm talking I'm talking about you know a lot of stuff for, a cockpit full of stuff a cockpit full of, of a lot of things and then uh, once you have the fresh uh, gas bottle in, in place the adapter needed to be changed because one was Spanish one was French so the regulator was different, the connection was different, so I was lucky enough to have the Spanish regulator. So I had to connect that and the, the hose and the clip and all of that. But in the end you have gas and Claudia celebrated by baking bread. And we had a lovely day. We just ate today, bread, relaxed, cleaned. Uh, cleaned. We did a good uh, tidy up around the boat because it was a mess after the after three, four us days. not being in the boat for uh, four days. Yeah, for four days we were not on, down below, just in the cockpit just went down to, to eat and whatever. Uh, we had kind of not real showers, but you know, we cleaned ourselves. And uh, <laughs> that <went>. was today. <laughs> we are 1,000 miles away from our destination. I think this is gonna be nine days to get there. So that means we should arrive on the 5th, but- Morning or afternoon? Lunchtime. time. <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, anything can change, God forbidden, you know, we can have a break on the boat, but right now no. we have... No, 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 everything will be fine, everything will be fine, no, nothing is going to break, no. We have the mainsail um, pulled, um, not pulled, the mainsail put out, fully out with the preventer. We have the headsail, light Genoa, pulled, full, pulled out as well, both to port. At, uh, for the moment and uh, in about we have 12 knots of wind 12 to 15 maybe 11 sometimes and we managed to do around five knots of boat speed in this arrangement with the swell slightly from the side um, it's mm. finally a swell yeah it's not but just you know how breaking they waves say, uh, when you cross the Atlantic you you don't really get waves but you have a nice swell that just lifts you up and then puts you back down gently well it was not like that until now because you know, we had waves breaking waves uh, yeah surf. from all directions uh, it was a total mess but today we had the swell the nice one the real one mm -hmm. okay um, Probably we're not going to record uh, a journal tomorrow because I don't expect any big change in <laughs> events. Seriously, I don't expect no, any no anything. Uh, no more events. Uh, but no, we never know. So we'll uh, record again in a day or two. But right now we are happy. We feel relaxed about uh, what's coming. We look at the forecast. It should be fine. So. We don't expect uh, any big surprises from now on. Talk to you soon. Hi again. It's uh, Thursday, November 29th. It's uh, around nine o'clock. Uh, nine o'clock universal time, but uh, local time it's around six o'clock. So, uh, but it's dark, okay? And uh, it's been dark for about an hour and a half now. 
We are 650 miles away from Martinique, from our uh, mark, close to Martinique. So we expect to make it in, uh, I'd say, no more than seven days, but hopefully in six days. The winds have been um, between you know, around 12 knots, 10 to 14, 15 knots for the past couple of days. During the night maybe they will reach sometime 16, 18, but mostly around 12 knots. And um, today, this morning, we, at Claudia's suggestion, we start sailing wing on wing. So we have the main sail on the port side. And then we have the light Genoa pulled out on the starboard side. And that was very good because uh, today, in, as I said, in about 12 knots of wind, we managed to do about 5.2, knots uh, of uh, boat speed. Um, so that was really nice. We are kind of you now running out of vegetables. We just have mostly potatoes left and a few carrots and onions. Uh, we ran out of meat. <laughs> we just have a kind of a little bit of bacon. There is no more chorizo or anything else left. We are almost running out of eggs. We have uh, what is eight eggs or ten eggs left? Eight. eight eggs left. Plenty of flour, sugar, and all the other stuff, but uh, nothing f fresh. You know, few 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 apples and one orange. Plenty of uh, soft drinks, beer, and stuff like that. Not that we drink a lot of it anyway. We didn't drink a lot. Yeah, we didn't drink a lot, but plenty of it left. Mm. So, uh, like yesterday, we spent the day cleaning the boat. Today, Claudia baked another bread. No, today, you know, yesterday you baked the bread. Yeah. Like you see, the days are kind of blending one into each other. You don't really know what you did today and what you did the day before or the day before. Yesterday, kind of the days tend to be all the same. The autopilot is doing great, it's been helming non stop for the past almost four days, I'd say. Um, no fish, children are uh, reading a lot and doing uh, their English homework. We are reading ourselves, our books. It's just, uh, you know, it's boring. It's Boring. How it is, Claudia? It's boring. <laughs> really, really boring and very scary at night when it's so dark. Yeah, at night it gets dark. The moon is not coming up until middle of the night, so we have about four hours of complete darkness. You just hear the sea beside you, shushing. Um, the boat is, you know, rolling a little bit, not much. And uh, a full sky of stars and you can see the Milky Way and everything else really like pitch black uh, for somebody who is on land and uh, with a pillow on, under his head in his bedroom that sounds like a perfect place to be but when you are in the middle of the ocean <laughs> you know, you'd want to be the you, one on you the have to be the one on the pillow at home on land so I mean we are happy that we didn't have any troubles in the last few days and we don't expect any problems in the, in the next few days until we finish the crossing. We will have close to 20 knots of wind 
on Monday, according to the forecast. But apart from that, um, you know, it, it is boring. It's just, you know, the time flies slowly. But uh, that's it. We need to uh, hang on, wait until we get to the other side, and then uh, we'll start enjoying uh, the Caribbean. We'll, uh, the, at the moment, the plan is to spend the Christmas in uh, Les Saints, which is in Guadeloupe, and New Year in the British Just Virgin Islands. And what's the name? Just Van Dijk. That's for the New Year. That's the plan at the moment. We'll see. So, probably I'm not going to come in with another recording for another two days or so because there is nothing to talk about, really. And uh, we hope that there's not going to be anything. And we hope to, to have nothing to talk about for the next few days. Just let it, let, you know, let us be bored. Let us be bored. We are happy. We are happy that way. And um, when you're closer to Martinique, in about two or three days, we'll uh, do another little uh, recording. So, as I said, we are 650 miles away from Martinique. We did. I'd say 70% um, of the voyage of this crossing, it's, it's done. About 70% of it. Okay? That's it. Good talk night. to you soon. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there are a few things to talk about. First, during the day, because it's been pretty, you know, blue sky, very little clouds, it's getting very hot on deck. So we spent most of the day below in the cabin. That's one thing that uh, it's worth mentioning. Mentioning, and also during the night we we don't stay in the cockpit anymore because it's calm enough. So we spend the night down below as well. Um, but it's like you know, one of us will really go to sleep, and the other one kind of you know stays half asleep and half awake, checking on the instruments and checking on the on the boat every 10-15 every minutes and then at the, in the middle of the night we kind of uh, switch roles and uh, I go to bed and really crash for four hours or so while Claudia is kind of you know, keeping an eye on the boat not really sleeping but not really being awake either and we've been doing that for the past uh, two nights and probably we'll do it again tonight as well uh, but tonight will be the first night that we actually have this wind configuration with the wing on wing so if it if it becomes too rolly we need to or too windy we need to put that sail in quickly and uh, kind of you know be 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 careful we cannot afford any accidents with the you know boat pitching or anything like that that's it that's it talk to you soon okay it's um, Tuesday December the 4th uh, we are 110 nautical miles away from um, our uh, mark on the south coast of Martinique. Uh, and I think we'll uh, arrive at that point uh, sometime after 2 o'clock tonight, maybe 3 4 o'clock, hopefully. The past uh, two, three days haven't been that nice. The wind uh, had increased. Uh, through the night. We, we sailed one night wing on wing and uh, that was okay and then the wind increased and I decided to uh, sail only with the mainsail with only one reef in the mainsail and that kind of uh, allowed us um, to sleep through the night and just check on the boat every half an hour or every 45 minutes. Uh, 
from at that point we didn't uh, we stopped uh, sleeping in the cockpit so we will just go below set the alarm on the phone and uh, every 45 minutes um, one of us will wake up check the course uh, have a look on you know in the cockpit uh, we'll adjust the, the course slightly if needed uh, on the autopilot and then um, go back to sleep uh, I will try to stay awake uh, as late as possible until maybe 11 o'clock um, and then uh, me and Claudia will just do this uh, kind of uh, shift but it wasn't a proper watch there was no boat around uh, on the EIS so we are we are confident enough that we can sleep for uh, half an hour 45 minutes uh, without um, being in danger but then uh, starting from uh, Sunday kind of the wind uh, started to increase slowly slowly uh, and yesterday we decided to put a second reef in the main and sail without a head sail yesterday evening because we had a squall and uh, the squall uh, reached again 30 knots and that was a very wise decision because through the night where well, we had winds of 26 uh, knots most of the time uh, and despite us uh, reducing the main sail area the boat speed didn't drop more than half a knot um, so maybe we lost a little bit of speed but uh, it was more comfortable and uh, we are able to kind of rest through the night I was able to rest through the night Claudia wasn't able to sleep when she saw me sleeping so deeply she couldn't sleep she just kept uh, an eye on um, on the boat and uh, here comes today I looked at the forecast winds of um, 18 to 20 knots that was the forecast and then the reality hits winds of 24 25 squalls of 32 uh, we had uh, a wave splashing uh, on the side of the boat and throwing like like three liters of water in the cockpit you have to keep in mind that this is a central Kovat uh, is a central cockpit boat so the cockpit is pretty high to get uh, water splashing into the cockpit uh, you know it needs to be a, a serious splash so we are on our last 24 hours uh, towards Martinique we're trying to keep calm everybody's bored to death we've read as much as we could but uh, we entered that kind of uh, stage where nobody wants to do anything we just hung around and were waiting for the time to pass I, I hate to, to to be so frank I'd like to tell you that uh, it's amazing and it's uh, you know whatever but it's not um, it's uh, no we've been out at sea for uh, 18 days tomorrow will be 19 days uh, we ran out of uh, fresh vegetables long time ago we don't even we have just a couple of apples left and lemons um, the meals are okay but not uh, not great because um, we didn't provision really really well in terms of uh, fresh stuff you know we have lots of things but you are sick of eating thing, food from from the tins or cans um, and you know we are lucky that the autopilot is doing the job so nobody needs to hold the helm but the poor autopilot is being on for for more than a week like eight days now it's been on non-stop uh, we only uh, disconnect the uh, autopilot when we do um, a sail change or I put a reef in then uh, you know Claudia will take the helm and uh, we do a jibe or whatever you need to do 
uh, we've been mostly kind of running with the wind, just a, a broad run, like, like the wind will be 30 degrees on the starboard or port side most of the time, this is the kind of sailing we've been doing. Uh, it's not too rolly, but sometimes you get a, I wouldn't say it's a freak wave, but you know, a wave that's out of sync and that will bash us around. Uh, Claudia cried this morning because she was very afraid last night, like during the night, when, when it's daytime, you kind of ignore the noises around you because, you know, you, you use your vision to check what's around you. But uh, at night time, it's pitch black, like in the morning, it's only a slither. And even the moon comes up like towards three o'clock in the morning. So most of the night, it's really dark, pitch black, pitch dark. And um, when it gets dark, you start hearing all the noises around the boat. You hear every splash, every crack, every everything. And um, it's not comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't say it's scary, but definitely it's not comfortable. It's, it doesn't make for a pleasant uh, background noise. So, um, you know, Covadis is really strong, uh, it's well built, um, it can take a lot more than, uh, than, than this, a lot more than this. Uh, but we are a family, you know, father, wife, two children on a cruising boat. Um, we are using the ocean passage not because we are fond of uh, crossing an ocean, it's just our way to get to the next destination. So we need to understand, it's not like uh, we are a boat of uh, four men who are out for an adventure. We are a family out for an adventure. So we want the sailing to be a bit mellow and we want everything to be a little bit, you know, tuned down to make it a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, so uh, that's it. Uh, spirits are not high, uh, but we kind of held it together, hold it together and uh, in less than 24 hours, by my, by my calculations, we should be in Le Maran, in the marina, in Martinique, and uh, <laughs> the sky is going to be blue again. Yeah, uh, by the way, it's like you know, we wake up to a nice blue sky, now it's all grey, full of uh, clouds. We had a score that I said uh, about 32 knots of wind and a bit of, uh, of rain and a splash. That's it, that's it. Um, so spirits are not high. That's what I wanted to say. If anybody else will uh, think that we can do this kind of trip and will be overjoyed all the way through, that's good for him. This is not us. <laughs> we are not overjoyed. We are, uh, you know, we can't wait to get in Martinique. We can't wait to get to the other side of the Atlantic and uh, feel safe in the Caribbean and enjoy a few months of uh, hopefully nice sailing calm conditions and uh, exploring the islands and the beaches and relaxing okay so the next uh, entry will be probably after i just uh, enter um, martinique just to round this off but uh, that's mainly um, the, the the journal for for uh, this uh, part of the voyage <laughs>